Hello and welcome to the Writing Your Best Self podcast with me, Georgina Elmashady. Journaling is an incredible self-improvement practice that will help you cultivate the introspection and self-awareness you need to become your best self. Each week, we explore tried and tested techniques along with journaling prompts to help you dig deeper into yourself so you can leverage the wisdom within to achieve your biggest goals and create your best life. Let's get writing. Hey everyone, I am recording this week's episode for the week of International Women's Day and I wanted to share one of my favourite quotes which always comes to my mind at this day of the year and this quote is anonymous, no one's quite sure who said it but it's for me it's such a potent quote, it's this, it's here's to strong women, may we know them, may we be them, may we raise them. Now, I love this quote for its sentiment. I love how it calls in and honours strength. And I love how there are multi-touch points. This notion of knowing strong women, of being strong women, of raising strong women. And I'm sharing this quote because there's a journaling opportunity here that is, is super powerful. And this journaling opportunity is one that invites depth and complexity into our lives. Now depth and complexity, these are energies that I've been increasingly drawn to and and I find myself thinking about them more and more, about the power of complexity and depth because let's be honest, there's a lot of superficiality that surrounds us and that is creating problems. So a bit of context, I remember researching a blog some years ago now And I stumbled on this fact that science had discovered that our attention span, the human attention span, is now less than a goldfish's. I was really shocked to read that fact because I remember it was almost uh, like a a fun insult to people. Oh, your attention span's like a goldfish. And we used to laugh about this when I was a kid because goldfish's attention spans isn't very long, it's a few seconds, something like nine seconds. But just imagine that that's now the average human's attention span. And there are reasons why. And I think one of the biggest is this notion of information abundance. I'm of the age where I lived before the internet and after the internet, I grew up, I did most of my education without the internet. It came in when I was at university. And it's, it's mind-blowing, the shift. Back when I was at university and college, you need to go to the library to read books, etc. And nowadays, if my kids ask a question, we search it on our phones. Like, we are bombarded with information. It's everywhere. And we're bombarded with information for a reason. Of course, there's the entertainment factor. And there's also the fact that our attention can be converted into currency. And so there is this underside of this information abundance, this notion of you don't want to miss out, you want to absorb it all. And not only that, but because of the addictive element, because the scrolling gives us a dopamine hit, for example, we can spend a lot of time in the superficial at the surface level. We can scroll endlessly and spend hours looking at stuff 
and then not feel that depth of satisfaction, not feel nourished or nurtured because a lot of stuff is just superficial, surface. And this is a challenge for humans because we are deep and complex beings. There is so much of who we are under the surface. Like our inner worlds are a labyrinth of uncharted space and unexplored landscapes. We are so much more. And for me, this is the problem with superficiality. It stops us from pausing and drilling deeper. It stops us from creating a life that's as deep as it is broad. And when you place this against the context of what's happening in the world, we are facing many global challenges right now. There's conflict, there's climate justice, there's social justice. All these issues are complex and convoluted. And so in order to resolve them, we, we need to be able to handle complexity. We need to be good at navigating depth. And this is one of the reasons why I love journaling. Because journaling does create that space for contemplation. It gives us the space to explore our thoughts, our feelings, our inner workings without the endless distractions of the online world. Yes, that's one of the benefits of of pen and paper. There are no notifications pinging. You just have the blank canvas to just dive into. And in this way, journaling is a layered experience because you don't need to structure your journaling. You can write whatever comes to mind. You can explore the threads of your thinking. You can peel away, you can chip away. You can dive off down tangents. You can willingly take the long way home. Because ultimately, journaling is a quest for an experience. It's a quest and an opportunity to rediscover, reconnect, and resurface the truth of who we are. Journaling is a pause and a deeper looking, a desire to peer behind the veil of our surface level appearance and presence. It's the space where we can ask the confronting questions, where we can say the things we wouldn't say out loud, where we can be visible with our visibility. And there's so much power in this and choice and agency Because when we know ourselves, and when I say know ourselves, I mean, do we know our values? Do we know how our experiences shaped us? Do we know how we instinctively react? Do we know what triggers us? Do we know what we like and dislike? Do we know what we're moving towards and moving away from? Do we know what our priorities are? All these things help to construct the being that you are. And the more you can know yourself, the more you can pull out those tiny drawers, the hidden windows, the, the secret passages and see what's there and reclaim it, the better placed you are to live in alignment and with authenticity. And these words, these words of alignment and authenticity These are the kind of energies that can lead to the feelings of success and happiness and fulfillment that we desire. But of course, your journal isn't just that space to explore, to explore you. It's also an opportunity to explore 
complex conversations about the world. How do you feel about the world? How do you, what do you feel called to do in the world and, and for the world? Like sometimes we can feel uncomfortable speaking out loud what we really feel, but we can say it to ourselves in our journal. We can bring the light and shine the light on what we actually think. Write it down, write it out, express it. You can tease things, you can move through things, you can challenge things, dissect things, deconstruct things, construct things, construct ideas. And then through that process of exploration in the safety of your journal, you can be better skilled and better placed to talk about complex issues with other people. And who knows where those conversations can lead and what they could create. Now, if you're thinking, what does this conversation about journaling and depth and complexity have to do with the quote I shared? So to remind you of the quote I shared, it was my favourite quote for International Women's Day. Here's to strong women. May we know them, may we be them, may we raise them. And what it's got to do with is definitions. Being intentional and choiceful about the words we use. Getting curious about the roots of words and understanding what they mean to us, what we're actually trying to communicate when we choose specific words, when we add specific words to our identities, when we use specific words to describe how we feel. What do we really mean? In the superficial path through life, we just say words. In the deeper path, we get to explore those words. We get to understand at a richer level, at an integrated level, what those words mean for us in our reality. For example, the word strong. It's a great word. Strong women. What what does strong actually mean? Like strong is a really great word to explore through this complexity and depth lens. And the power of this is once you know what you're actually saying, you can better leverage that energy in your own life. So like the dictionary would tell you that strong means to withstand force, pressure or wear. But I don't think that's what we mean in the quote. For me, there's a difference between physically strong and mentally stroke emotionally strong. Physically strong, yes, you can carry things, you can move things, you might have more stamina. Strong might give you an indication of what someone looks like. You might imagine a strong person has got muscles. They might be bulky. Emotionally strong, what does that mean? If you're a strong woman, what does that mean? Can you withstand knockbacks? Can you get back up again when things go wrong or don't work out? Can you navigate failure and not be damaged or destroyed by it? Can you, do you have the resilience? Can you weather the storms? For me, that's what strong evokes, all those kind of images and experiences. And I also think strong is a strong woman, the strong character, this notion that you have the courage to be yourself, which in itself, that small statement has got so much depth to it. What does it mean to have the courage to be yourself? And do you even know what yourself is so you can be that self? This is at the heart of some of the work I love to do. Can you stand up for what you believe? Can you speak out for what you believe in? Can you walk the path through life that's most aligned with who you are? Strong. So in our journals, we can journal around a single word. 
We can dissect a single word. We can find complexity and depth in a single word. And what this does, it just shows us that life is this iceberg where there's an experience on the surface, but underneath there's so much more hidden. There's so much more jewels, so much more goodness, so much more juiciness, so much more to experience and to explore and to find. We can always write our way to our best self, as we say in this podcast. We can write our way to a richer life by understanding where the richness is. And so this is the journaling activity that I invite you to try this week. I invite you to journal around a single word. So pick a word. I'm going to give you some some ones to, to maybe explore or you can choose one of your own. So some good words could be strong, as we've talked about today. Authenticity. Power impact, success, wisdom. Choose one of these words that we identify with, we want to identify with. And then in your journal, do a stream of consciousness, create a list to really unpick and unpack what those words mean for you. Because we all have different definitions. There's going to be some similarity, but based on our own own experiences and who we are, there's going to be some nuances as well, which your journal can help you to pull out. And then you can expand this ex- this exercise by journaling around how that particular word features in your own life. So take strong, like, do you identify yourself as strong? Is it something you want to have more of? Is it something you want to have less of? You can work through this conversation in your journal and see where you land on the other side. And the power of this technique is this invitation offers to question. We want to question things, not assume we know what something is or what something means, but to cultivate that skill of looking under the surface, to understand the context. And and above all, I'm so passionate and curious and interested in sparking this conversation about the need for us as individuals and as a collective to elevate our ability to handle depth and complexity. Does, can, does it excite you? Does it, do you feel excited by bringing those lenses into your life and using it as a counter against the superficiality of the information abundance and finding more richness in what you already have because instead of looking wider, you choose to look deeper. So I'd love to hear your thoughts and reflections on this week's journaling activity. As always, you can reach out to us on Instagram. We are at Best Self Co. I am at Georgina L. Mashady. That's E-L-M-O-R-S-H-D-Y. You can also rate and review the show on um, iTunes. This helps other people discover these conversations. But most importantly, if you only do one thing, I invite you to get to writing. I'm your host, Regina, and I will see you super soon for our next conversation. Until then, take care.